welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Well, hello there, fellow control freak, and how are you today? I have got the most juicy juicy, juicy topic and story and share and insights for you today. I'm so excited to share them with you. It's going to be sharp. It's going to be potent. It's going to be punchy. As you can hear, my voice is um, a little strained. I've been doing lots of speaking gigs online because we're all in lockdown at the moment for the coronavirus, but that didn't stop me. I'm still online. I was in Melbourne last week um, and all over the place. So we'll make it short, sharp and punchy. And yeah, let's get stuck straight into it. So my name is Diane McKendrick. I am your host of the Rise and Shine podcast series. And usually I have my podcasts on a spreadsheet and I sit down each Monday and I go, okay, what's the topic today? And I get stuck straight into it and I get into the zone and I record and it's done and then it's sent to my team for intro and outro. But today was a little different. As you can hear, like I said, from my voice, I'm going through some stuff at the moment. My belief is that when my body is sick or ill or diseased or my voice is going or my ears are sore or my throat is hurting, that there's something happening internally as a response to what's going on in my life. So I always sit down. So for example, with my voice and and I lost, well, I haven't completely lost it, but I That's the physical showing up. And I say to myself, well, where in my life am I, one, not speaking my truth? Where in my life am I not standing in my power? Where in my life do I feel like I've lost my voice? And I go in and and that's how I heal myself. I go in and I do the deep work. So if you haven't sort of heard of that scenario or that possibility, when your body is a vessel and it's here to show us Um, you're not just getting sick for no reason. I believe there's always, there's always a higher reason and and why my voice and not my foot or my toe. So yeah, I've gone in and I think it's tied up with the topic of today. And my brain was telling me, oh, your voice sounds a little bit raspy and a little bit, um, well, it may not even last the full half an hour. And my brain said, it's okay. You don't have to do your podcast today. You're not, not a hundred percent. And I caught myself and I thought, oh, well, this is what the topic of the podcast is about, right? Yeah, of course, I could just go and see it and have a warm cacao and put my feet up and sit in the backyard, which will probably happen later this afternoon. Um, I was hungry. I got a little bit out of schedule with my calendar. Monday mornings tend to be a little bit hectic. And then to add on to the top of that, Gus is away again for a little while, my beautiful husband, Gus. So I thought, oh, you know, yeah, I could go just sit and put my, my feet up and use this, that my voice is is raspy and my voice is is strained and sounds terrible even though I've got a really good microphone Um, because this is going to be recorded forever and people are going to be listening to this forever and what are they going to think if I'm not on here 100% shouting from the mountaintops my amazing things that I've done and that I'm fit and healthy and doing all the thing and I thought you know what girlfriend this is what it's about. This is why you have such a loyal, engaged following. This is why you have such solid friendships. This is why, you know, your friends and family and colleagues and everybody that um, you get to, I get to interact with and get to interact with me feel really safe and solid in the relationships because guess what? I'm bloody well honest and I'm showing up here today to let you know I'm absolutely terrified to share what I'm about to share in this podcast. Um, But at the same time, I was like, I have committed to growth 
you will always hear me say my mission my mission is in life is to be in my power and show you well basically help you and remind you of your power and i do that by being in mine so does that happen by me hiding away because my voice is funny or does that happen um, for me hiding away and not sharing what I'm about to share on this podcast because I'm scared and I'm worried what people will think and, you know, just breaking through the mindset thing. So as you go through life, ladies and gents, mainly ladies on here, as you go through life, you're going to have these things come up for you. And what we want to be able to do is give you a plethora and a toolbox of things and strategies and spreadsheets or ideas or tools that you can just open up like that and then pull it out and use it and then move on to the next thing. So let's get stuck into it. I'm just going to tell you the facts first. Like basically three months ago, maybe four months ago by now, my husband lost his job. He's an international airline pilot. And if you've been following for a while, you, you know that and you've heard it because I shared the whole journey. And we fell on really hard times. Our relationship was tested. We have things going on the, in, in the external family environment. Obviously, Gus, my husband, had lost his sole purpose. So that was really hard for him. Uh, our finance, financial, obviously, was really tough because we didn't know. You know we had all this fear and loss and grief around how we're going to pay for the mortgage and keep the kids going. Like a lot of people were going through this at the same time. So we went through the process. If you've been listening to the podcast, you would have heard the whole process and I've shared the strategies that have helped us and we've come out booming on the other side of that. However, um, we boomed, my business boomed, our relationship boomed. But what happened for us is my business boomed so much that it actually shocked me. And I haven't shared this figure except in closed groups before, but over the last month, so the month of July 2020, my business had its first, well, it's not even the end of the month yet, and $60,000 month. So that to me is like, I only used to earn 20, get this, I used to earn $26,000 a year and I was working for five days a week. So sounds totally outrageous to verbalize and share and have my reality uh, that I just had my first 16 will be over that by the time we've got about three or four days to the end of the month and it will um, fly past even possibly up towards 70 when I take into account all the merchandise um, all the packages all the things that I've done but I've worked really hard for that and I've been really focused and I've made mistakes and I've kept getting back up so my first 60,000 plus month and what I realized after that was oh my gosh and I enjoyed it and I celebrated and I went through all the mindset things of it. And then I thought, oh, well, what happens if I don't do it again next, next month? And so I got um, coaching around it. I work quite closely with Francesca Moy. She's my business coach and we've made a plan um, and she's helped me through the mindset things. And it's been phenomenal. It's been really good. And I'm, I'm geared up for the same next month. And what I realized through this process, I had these reoccurring thoughts that get popping into my head and you might be able to relate, whether it's in your business your income, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed if you've got kids or you're working with kids. What happened literally today was um, Gus has got a job flying for a private company and we have been so blessed to have him here for the last four months and he did everything. We had that conversation. We had total role reversal. I was out here in the office um, doing what I love and hustling. He was doing all the house stuff. There was a bit of a transition period there where we had to have some conversations and 
you know, get more clearly defined roles because when you have such a massive swap like that, it can be really tricky. But we're just so self-aware and we're supporting ourselves in each other. It was a really beautiful process. I'm not saying it wasn't hard, but it was really beautiful. And anyway, it comes to today and he's, he's left at five o'clock this morning. This is the first time in four months um, that I have had to get up and do the lot remembering guys that I used to do it by myself a lot of the time, more of the time, because as Gus was an international airline pilot, he was coming and going and flying to LA. He did Bali trips for a really long time. So it was my normal. I would get up a little bit early. I'd get my walk done, my workout done. I would be doing all the lunches, all the breakfasts, managing the children at the same time. You know, the put your shoes on a million freaking times. You, you know, you guys all know that, don't you? You know that conversation. Um, so here I was and I woke up, this morning and I went into, I was terrified. I was absolutely so scared because Gus had been managing all this and I just got to be in the support role for a little while for the handful of months. And I had this shock go through my body. I was like, oh my gosh, I've just scaled my business out of this world. And now I'm expected to be mum again or be, you know, caregiver and do all the washing up and make all the lunches and cook all the meals and do the this and do that. And I felt totally overwhelmed. I was absolutely terrified. And this was only this morning. So I woke up, not only did I not have the company because Gus and I love to have a coffee in the morning and debrief our day and talk about what happened yesterday and what our lessons and what's happening for him and what's happening for me. So I did have beautiful Esme. He was up at 5.30. Oh my God. Um, chatting to me and wanting to sit with me. And I just found myself going into this massive overwhelm and I started to feel sick in my stomach. And of course I recognized it and I noticed it. And I just started thinking, how the hell did I do this? How the heck did I do this for the last year and a half? How did I manage the kids, get all the house stuff done fairly well? I'm not a very good cook, but I'm very committed. And how did I do it? And knowing that I'd scared my business, there was this belief in my head that I was going to be more work. But to be honest, I don't think I have. I've The, the workload's higher, but because I'm so process-driven now and I've really scaled back in terms of like looking at my processes and getting a team on board and delegation and all the things, I was just, it was crazy. So this reoccurring thought that kept going around in my head this morning, and I think it was subconscious up until now, was the loss and the guilt. And then this massive guilt of, I think it comes from society. Okay, well, you can be a six-figure, soon-to-be seven-figure business owner, or you can be a good mum. You can't be both. You can't possibly be running a million-dollar business and be a phenomenal shit-hot mother who's at home and gets to do the things that I want to do, um, the lunches, the drop-offs, the pickups. So then this, this really deep-seated belief system started coming up inside of me again. And I just want you to recognize in your life and scan through your life and your story might be different to mine. It might be in your relationship. It might be in your job. It might be in, you know, if you're running your own company, it could be in your health or fitness, but where in your life have you been hearing this stuff from society and created belief systems around it that have you feel stuck and terrified? So I want to go into a little bit more of what happened for me. So I sat down and I asked myself, what's the meaning I'm giving this? You know, I'm starting to feel like terrified. I was full body fear, fear of how can I maintain this? How can I do all this? And all these old limiting beliefs came up. And I thought to myself, what's the meaning I'm giving this? This is one of the first questions I, um, Francesca will often ask me as I go through my coaching with her. And she says, what meaning are you giving this? So I sat down, I coached myself through it. What meaning am I giving this? And I invite you to do the same with whatever you're going on in your life. 
And the meaning I was giving it was one, I'm not a uh, one, I'm not enough, which is one that comes up a lot for me. And the other thing is, um, one, I'm, yeah, I think that was mainly it. Well, I'm not enough. I don't know how. Only rich people do that. Only famous people do that. I'm just a little, a little shy girl from Ipswich. What, who do I think I am? And all this stuff came up. And it was really interesting to observe what happened for me over the process of this morning and what was happening. And what happened, and you might have heard me say this before, when coronavirus was going on and the shit hit the fan and Gus lost his job and we weren't allowed out of the house and the toilet paper was out of stock, like totally crazy. I used to make a joke and say, when everything's totally crazy around you, what what I invite you to do, and this is what I was doing and a lot of my clients were doing, I called it the bath mat um, method, methodology, however you say that word, methodology, bath mat. And I say, everything's just falling down around my ankles. I walk into the bathroom and I'd straighten the bath mat because I was watching my patterns. And when I felt completely out of control, like I had no say in anything that was going on in my life because these global things were happening, I just straightened the bath mat and it'd be magic how amazing I would feel. And so I shared that with my clients. And now we all have a little giggle about it because it just gave us that little sense of certainty. I didn't mind that the bath mat was messy or off. Uh, not straight, but I just thought, oh, that's a great opportunity. I, I feel back in control. And that's what this podcast is about. You know, I realized that I felt like I was losing control in there this morning when I had to do breakfasts and lunch and packing bags and library books and signing the reading documents and reading the newsletter. And you guys get it. And having that conversation, put your freaking shoes on 10 million times, right? Can I play the iPad? No. Can I play the iPad? No. Can I play the iPad? No. Those conversations. So I was feeling like I was out of control. So where in your life do you do this? So what I did was feeling totally out of control I looked around the house and I had I've recently been to Francesca's house and I model the people that I want to be like in business. I go, well, I'm not just going to do my business the way that they do their business. I look at how they do their life. What do they do when they get up in the morning? I spent some time with Natasha Denman, my book mentor and Francesca Moy um, a couple of months ago before everything went pear shaped. And I looked and I said, what do you guys do in the morning? It was hilarious because we all did nearly exactly the same thing. They had their supplements out. We all stayed at Francesca's. We had a sleepover because we had a, an event on in Brisbane and we all had our separate things, but I watched them and I was like, oh, my morning ritual is almost very similar to that. But I looked, I looked um, and granted Francesca doesn't have kids yet, but I opened her fridge and she has a chef come in and all the food is in um, glass containers and it's all like prepared and clean and there for the week. So she's just got to put her hand in, pull it out, put it on the bench or heat it up and eat it. So in my head, I come back and I was like, okay, my fridge is going to look like that by yesterday because that's my nature. And I didn't sort of take into account that I have two kids and a husband and other people in the house. I just expected it to be that way. So without really realizing, I looked at the fridge, I start cleaning this thing out in the middle of making lunches, in the middle of getting breakfast, in the middle of put your shoes on, in the middle of no, you can't play the iPad. So no wonder I was starting to feel out of control, right? Gus wasn't here. Um, my morning was already different. I'd been woken up earlier. I was tired. And I noticed myself in this um, paradigm. And I was like, oh my, all right, this is it. This is the conversation that's going to happen tonight when Gus gets home from work. This has got to change and this has got to change. And then the reoccurring thought for me was like, how can I run a successful business when I can't even control my fridge? How can I run a, a seven figure business when I can't even 
you know, open a cupboard and put my hand, you know, open my Tupperware cupboard, like honestly, stuff falls out on top of me. And there's this little power, this little voice in my head telling me all the time, if you can't do that probably, how the freaking hell are you going to run a seven-figure business? And it happened right up to six figures, blew past six figures last year. And I did it. My cupboards are still a mess. Granted, they're better than they were when I first started. And this is the lesson in this is I was in there trying to control shit. Like I, I just, without realizing it, and I'm, I'm, I'm great at accepting, I'm great at surrendering. It's been my life's journey. I'm very good at getting back into flow state like that but I just felt this rising this rising up of something in my chest and I thought you know what this I have a a mentoring call this morning I'm going to ask the question it sounds ridiculous you just went 60 plus um, thousand dollars for the month and you're asking about how do you keep your fridge clean like honestly girl what are you even talking about but I thought you know what I don't care I'm going to ask because that's what most people wouldn't ask they'll ask about the strategy they'll ask about the funnel or doing this or doing that or how you do this nurturing sequence and that and the other. And I was like, none of that matters if I haven't got my shit sorted out in there. So anyway, I asked the question. It was the most massive, incredible aha moment for me. And this is the reason I want to share it with you because I think some of you will get something from this as well. So what happened was she just asked a few well, well spaced, well placed questions to me. And said, well, how, how would it feel if you got organized in your business first? So setting the stage here, I'm sitting at my computer. I've got crap all around me. I'm literally using a plastic box with tea bags in it. Tea bags. It's the tea bag box from, from the cupboard in, in the kitchen from when I tried to get organized last time. I've got my laptop on that because I haven't worked out how to get Zoom on my new freaking $5,000 Mac MacBook thing that's huge it's as big as my window this computer and I'm still working out how to use it so imagine this I've got crap everywhere all over my desk but what people can see is is nice enough I worked that out about six months ago my sister helped me with a nice background there's unmailed stuff sitting everywhere because massive orders came in over the weekend and I was half-assed doing it trying to get orders out and have them all ready for the bulk mail out Monday afternoon I've got this box sitting here that's plastic with tea bags in it with my laptop sitting on it and she said to me how would you feel about organizing your business first and I had a look around oh yeah I forgot to tell you that it was raining over the weekend so of course the space in the house is my office that all the clothes get strung around so there's clothes strung around and upside down and the thing that you hang the clothes on is broken And I'm sitting there looking around in my space and I'm like, nah, seriously, I I, I just want to get organized inside first. Once I get organized inside, then my business will be organized. And she pressed and she put me under a bit of pressure and helped change, you know, confuse my brain a bit. And then it was the the most uh, massive aha moment. I thought to myself, oh, I'm focusing on in there, like in the house and having the fridge organized and the washing you know how you do the washing and all the processes and systems and strategies in the running of the house because then when it doesn't work this is pretty honest i'm telling you then when it doesn't work i didn't realize i was doing this then i can say it's not my fault gus isn't doing this or the kids aren't doing that and i'm trying so hard but no one's listening to me i'm working so hard guys why won't you do this 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 and this so what i realized through this call with francesca was that i was putting the control externally to me and i was using blame as an excuse not like in your face 
you know, having a fight, but deep internally mean. When she said, take ownership over your own business and organize that first, she didn't say it like that. She has me come up with the answers. I just had this massive resistance because I was like, there is nobody else I can blame out here in my business. It is me. The buck starts with me and it stops with me. I am wholly and solely responsible. I'm the, the director. I'm the CEO. I'm the creator. I'm, the, I'm everything. Yes, I have a team, but the decisions, they come from me. The space, the culture, the energy, the feeling, the organization, the processes, the systems, everything, it's, it starts and it stops with me. And it was the most incredible, massive aha moment. Um, and, and that was it. It was like, if I can do it in there, if it doesn't work, I've got an outside influence that I can blame. I don't know if that's the right word. And I don't know if I'm expressing this really well because it's still fresh to me. But what I want you to do is look through your life like I was, rushing around inside, sort of getting snappy at everyone because they didn't put the Vegemite back in the right spot. And I realized that I was seeking massive control in there because it was too much of a risk to have it in my own business in case it failed. If it failed in, in, in my home and the Vegemite was put back in the wrong spot, then I'll blame someone else for that. But if in my business, if something doesn't go to plan, I've only got myself to blame and I resisted it. I'd resisted it for a while through the call. And then I just was like, this is it. I've got to take full responsibility. So step number one, what did I do? Because my brain went to, um, I'm not ready for this. I don't know how. Um, and all the stories that the brain will tell you. And I thought to myself, well, what would I do inside? If that's what I know, what would I do in the family unit in the house? And what was I trying to do in there? I was trying to create space. I was trying to get organization within my space. So what I did was sit out here in my office and looked around and modeled, <coughs> pardon me, I modeled over what I was doing in there out here where I couldn't blame anybody, where I didn't have to rely on anybody else. It was solely me. And I spent the first 30 minutes of my morning the first 30 minutes of my morning, cleaning out the cupboards, getting rid of all the old stuff that I've sort of been dodging around for the last year or two. I put all my books and all my diaries in the one spot. I got rid of all the stuff that wasn't relevant. I used to run a doTERRA essential oils business and I had little wispy bits here and there of things. And I was just like, that's it. I've, that's all got to go out. So I cleared my space. I spent half an hour doing that. I wrote my list, I did my brain dump, all for business, and I set a calendar, and then I set a timer. So that's why, although I've got so much on, I've just included GST, obviously there's a massive transition in that in terms of invoicing and learning new systems and speaking to the accountant, which used to petrify me because I always felt like a fraud, like not a real business person. And now my accountant, my bookkeeper, honestly, like are my new best friends. I speak to them every single day. I feel excited. I want to know my numbers. I'm feeling extremely supported. And yeah, so if you're looking at running your own business and you're a parent and maybe you're a mum and you're doing this control freak thing in your house, um, just leave it there. That, that'll sort itself out. Come out into your business and look at where you can take ownership over it. Look at where you can make some changes um, in your space, literally, that you're sitting in. And then what we do with this awareness, I've found I've softened a lot today. And it's about accepting and surrendering and, you know, holding yourself, holding space for yourself to have these ups and downs and roundabout. Because if you're running business and you've got a family, it's definitely going to, it's going to test you, it's going to challenge you. So 
yeah, I hope you all took something amazing from that. Like I said, I'm going to keep it really short today because my, my voice um, needs a little bit of a rest. But I wanted to share that. I wanted to share it while it was fresh. I want to hear your takeaways from it. So jump over there onto my Facebook, Diane McKendrick, D-I-A-N-E-M-C-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K. And let me know if you're loving the podcasts. Listen, let me know which ones you've listened to and your biggest takeaway moments. I've seen some of you posting um, your biggest takeaway moments. So that, that always lights me up when I'm doing my morning walk or, you know, sitting down a little later and going through all the, the content that comes in. It really lights me up to know that you're taking the time, firstly, for yourself. I mean, it doesn't even have to be my stuff. Um, it could be anything, any sort of podcast, any sort of personal growth, anything that fills you up and lights you up and, and makes you want to, you know, enjoy life and love the process and always, yeah, be committed to growth. So thank you for joining me, everyone. I'm looking forward to speaking to you again next week. And go out there, live your life with passion, observe your thoughts, and don't let not knowing stop you. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you have to come and check out my mastermind. It's my monthly mastermind with Diane McKendrick, where you get to spend time with me. I personally guide you through the life-changing strategies and techniques that I have personally used and that have helped thousands of people from all over the world to transform their life and their business. Take action now and visit my website, www.dianemckendrick.com to learn more and start to design the life of your dreams today.